Hello, hello, welcome, welcome, Mixed Combat Radio family. Another weekly edition of the show live on patreon.com forward slash trending now network. If you like button show the show, all that fun stuff, if you're watching obviously after the fact on either of our YouTube channels. Um, gonna be a fun show today because I was wrong. I forget exactly. I think we were all wrong. We were all wrong. I, did we all pick? Right. We all picked Taylor. So we were, we're all wrong. We're all wrong, yeah. It happens once in a while. I mean, we're usually always right. I, no, we. I think we all wanted Taylor to win. I think the world wanted Taylor to win. No, no, no. Everyone was picking Taylor. It's, no, yeah. everyone was picking Taylor still. Um, and I, I just, we were all wrong. It happened, <laughs> you know? And we get to talk about Tifa Lopez, I guess. He was faking the crazy. Apparently, right, guy? <laughs> he was yeah, faking yeah. the crazy. It's hard to fake racism to, for a build-up to a fight. I don't that. know why <laughs> one would do that. But digressing, a lot to dig into. Jaime Munguia was in the big shootout with Dervichenko. Another fight I was Amazed. I was wrong about. Um, really, really good fight. Probably fight of the year contender. We're going to get into that one as well. So, I mean, Edwards was in the fight. It was a fight, you know, in terms of that people were throwing punches, I guess. <laughs> but it's a Sonny Edwards fight. And then we have a couple fights this weekend. Regis Prograde coming up. Um, and then what was the other one? Tim Zhu as well. Um, but nothing really major this weekend. Next weekend is the fight that Gary's really excited for. I mean, let's be honest. It's Josh Franco. He's back, you know. But he has to wait two weeks. It's okay. Um, and not a lot of big news. We have the Spence Crawford press tour. It's happening. It's fun for what it is. Neither guy is the biggest showman, but it, it, it's fun. Uh, without further ado, let me get to my lovely co-host, the one and only Melody Joy from the Beauty of Boxing. Melody, how are you? How was your weekend? Great. How are you guys? Back again. Another week? Yes. Another week in this hellhole of an industry we call boxing. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the weather in LA. I thought you were going to say the, the weird winter that we're getting when it's supposed it's to be June. summer. Very, very odd. I know. Um, I'm not sure whether to go to bathing suit or a Pendleton, but... Either one. Either one. We'll Either work one. Right now Either in one. LA. Um, Gary. The one What's and only in Dallas on, from uh, Texas Boxing Scene. Gary, how are you? I am good. I am really good. It's good to be back. Uh, I'm going to Regis Progray this week in in, in Orleans. Oh, lucky you. Lucky Gary Bear. What a fight. That's I'm, I'm be looking amazing. forward to it. Um, yeah. Because I'm pretty cool with uh, with, with Progray's team, with uh, Bobby Benton and Aaron Navarro. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, Hopefully, I get some good content. Um, Watch out but, for his channel, guys. I don't know that anyone was, was wrong. We'll get into the... Um, well, we were all wrong. <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, well, we were wrong about Taylor, for sure. But I'm saying Matt was wrong about Darvinchenko. Most people... I, I, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. If you, how y'all had that scored. Oh, wow. Um, Gary's coming in with the hot yeah, take with the, about with the, the scorecard. Score I was not expecting Whoa. that. Not. Do I have to get out my notepad? Wow, <laughs> Gary. Okay. Um, before we get into the Munguia Devrachenko one, though, because I do think like that was the best fight of the weekend, potentially the best fight of the year. There's a lot I want to talk about, but clearly we do need to talk about Tifa Lopez seemingly back from the grave, his own mental grave, uh, and beating Josh Taylor. I mean, rather dominantly. I mean, this was a 10-2 sort of night for yeah. Tifa Lopez. I think way more dominant. Way more of a, a great showing of his skills, skills than the Loma fight. Um, I do want to say that I think a, at least a partial factor of this is the 16th month layoff of Josh Taylor. I'm not going to say that's no, the whole that's, part yeah, of it, obviously. But there's a, there's a lot of moments here where you can tell Josh Taylor just wasn't in the fight. And I think if a guy that was a little more you know consistent with his work uh, I think that wouldn't have happened, but I still think he would have came into a lot of issues with Tifa Lopez, especially in regards to Lopez's timing, Lopez's timing, his speed, hand speed and foot speed, especially, um, you know, I think I did to him a disservice by calling him a better version of Roy Romero, though. I, I do somewhat still stay on that. Plus they're friends. So like, you know, I don't think that's a feather flock. I don't think that point's completely out of line. It just rolls with my. It's just that it's just that Tifa Lopez is so much better than Rolly Romero. Yeah, no, he's a like he's what Rolly wishes he is. Unfortunately, like no matter what, like we we have like we have to give him the respect that he he deserved in that fight. It was a great fight. We know how good Taylor is out, you know, outside of this fight. So 
uh, we have to give Terrafimo the the respect on this last fight. The whole comments of him saying like he was acting crazy up to this point that's kind of fucked up especially for people with mental illness that's not cool um the whole crazy and racism, i don't and i don't I how don't can you him. like you said how can you blame racism on mental him. illness no just take you just take it for what it is so it's a little crazy to me um but what are we gonna do now he's he's he where looked, he is he fantastic he, he looked yeah he totally gary um yeah, he, he looked good. I, I think um oh. I, I was not Im- impressed like Ulti won. He did good. I, I was not ultra impressed. I really wasn't. Like it was a good performance. He looked good. He he, he won and I expected him to lose. Uh but I don't know, there's something wrong with Josh Taylor. I get I think maybe it's the weight cut because that guy is huge for that weight. Yeah, um, he did I, I think look good. He's better off at 147. I know 147 is really, really tough, but I mean, I, I like to see how he does there. Um, with, the, with what power? I mean, that, that's, the, that's the thing. The, the more weight you go up, even if it's five pounds, seven jo- pounds. Jo- Josh Taylor's never been the, the heaviest hitter. <laughs> right. But this was the fight where that lack of respectable knockout power, I think, really came into play. Because the first two or three rounds, Taylor did find a lot of success. It was kind of, I think, trying to bully Tifimo early. Right, put the pressure. And then nothing happened. The shots that were landing clean, because he was landing clean shots at times, were having no effect, and Tifimo was walking through them. At all. And, you know, I... Did you notice one time that that anything affected? Tifimo? Yeah. Not really. Not really, right? Uh, That was the hardest... I don't. I don't know about Josh Taylor at 147. I know it's really getting a little bit lost in the weeds there, but Josh Taylor at 147, I think, has a lot of issues because he he does not have that power. I think to contend with the Crawfords, the Spence, the Virgil Ortiz, the Boots, like those types of guys, I think would eat him up to a large degree. Um, I I think it's rough for Josh Taylor right now. I think you're right in in some aspect, Gary, about the weight cut playing a factor. Um, but he did make weight better than Tifa Lopez. Right. So it, it's one of those where he I had to get naked. I don't know. Did he I, have that... to or did he want to? Because that was weird. He didn't <laughs> miss weight by like one ounce and then take a short of. He just took it. It's like some Hector he was like, Camacho I'm take a piss. used to go way in in like a leopard's print thong just because like he thought it was funny or whatever, right? I, I, did he have to take his, his shorts off or did he just say, you know what, I'm going <laughs> to... Right. right. <laughs> We're going to tape it as games up to the fight. <laughs> like, no. I, want, I want Gary to go a little more in depth on I mean, we're all singing, I think, way more praises of his technical performance than Gary is. Why, why is that? Just because you think that Josh Taylor just was so dilapidated or did at, the weight, cut, at the weight cut? I, I think so. I, I you know, I, I thought he should have moved up I, after the last fight. And that was the, almost a year and a half ago after the Catterall fight. I said, he's not the same fighter. He is massive. Like, he's bigger than Barrios. And Barrios... I got a story. Barrios, when he fought Akhmadov for his title, was 11 pounds over the day before the weigh-in, right? Like, and Taylor's bigger than him. Like, he's just like, maybe, maybe he goes up, he's not so drained, and he finds a little bit of his power. Yes, he's not going to be a knockout artist in any weight class, right? Like, he's not going to be Verge. He's not going to be Boots. He's not going to get these posterizing knockouts. But can his power be respectable? Where you don't just walk through it like Tio did, right? But w- what I saw, right? Typically, when a fighter is drained, you're going to see one of two, if not both things, right? He's going to, his legs are going to be gone. He's going to get knocked out or his power is going to be drained, right? Are we seeing Taylor's power drained because he's cutting so much weight, right? Like I've always said that about Jamel Herring. I know he won his title at 30, but he was so feather fisted at 30. I felt like he had more power at 35, right? But he was coming down from like 155 to make 130. It's like, I get that you can do it. I don't know. And 35 is the wrong division, period. And he probably would have never won a world title 35 just because of the talent there. But I, I don't think these massive weight cuts really are good, right? Like everyone's going to cut a bunch of weight. But when you're cutting this much weight, I, I think it's it's it's, it's worsening their performances. I, I really do. Um, as far as Tio, I, I saw the same flaws. He's wild. He's not jabbing enough, although he jabbed better in this fight, right? 
Uh, it wasn't like Cambosis where he forgot he left the jab at home, but he's still not enough jabbing. He, he everything a lot of things are wide, right? And he's still really hittable. He's still there to be hit. Now he's explosive and powerful, so it's it's hard to stand in front of him. But if you can time him and counter him, he's there to be hit. Like Juan Manuel Marquez would have a field day with with Tiafimo Lopez. Like if you had a fantasy one forty matchup, Juan Manuel Marquez stops him with a counter shot for sure. Like you put a master counter boxer who's not afraid to stand in, takes him apart. Did you watch that in your mind, Gary? Did you? Did you? Because I can't see it. I'm just saying. Did you watch it in your mind? Yeah, like, he did. He saw it. He saw, he saw Marquez. Not yeah. a counter left. Counter that. Boom! Puts him down. Um, I mean, we're, we're, how do you think Tifimo ranks now, or not ranks per se, but how does he fare against other 140 pounders? You know, guys like I, Regis. Like, do you think he retired? I think Regis is a class of his own. I really do. I think Regis stands alone at 140. The rest of the guys, um, if Devin Haney goes there, Devin Haney outboxes him. Um, you know, Roly Ramirez sucks, so I guess he beats Roly. Right? Well, I, I just don't think anything. I don't think much of Roly at all. Of um, I mean, he talks some shit about Javante Davis. What about Tank moving up? Do you pick Tank? Tank destroys him. Tank stops him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so this performance, and, I mean, this fight wasn't that much of a change of mind for you. If anything, it actually maybe put you in a worse mindset about Tifa Lopez. It kind of confirmed. It's look, it was better than the Sandra Martin performance. I'll give him that. Well, yeah, if anything he, was he better than that. He dominated Josh Taylor. He dominated Josh Taylor, like a lineal champion, former undisputed. He wasn't undisputed at the time, so Tifa Lopez is not an undisputed champion. I just want to make he's sure a lineal champ. Though, to be that. fair, he's a lineal champ. Lineal champion, different. <laughs> I'm, it, it is different. Uh, uh, it is because like lineal at one forty. Understand that, but or Max Kellerman on ESPN. He, he just feels like he's maybe he's just a green. Okay? Like, Max Kellerman doesn't know anything about boxing. Max Kellerman is a casual who has a big platform. <laughs> Seriously, he he knows as much about boxing as Stephen A. Smith knows about basketball. He's a casual fan no, who watches the sport casually. I've been like, listening to these commentaries, and then they're like, "Well, I just was listening to uh, Algeri, and he was saying, oh, 'Oh, I've been watching him leading up to this fight for about a week.' A week? He's been <laughs> his whole career, buddy. What are you talking about? That's like." At least Algeria has the in-ring experience, right? Exactly. Like Norman, yeah. Like, come on, yeah. bro. Like, hey, Matt hey, Kellerman, hey, hey. he might have some in-ring experience. Like Stephen A. Smith. He has some experience <laughs> on the mic, bro. Okay, he was laying down bars. Okay, in Brooklyn. Actually, okay. you don't know. He has a mixtape, Gary. Max Kellerman's mixtape is undefeated. Well, okay. Gary, okay. Listen to that rap the best boom again. White rapper since boom. Eminem. Well, you, you you know I had Ra in my top five. You know I had the rugby man in my top five. I know we've talked about this, Gary. And Eminem is not in my top twenty because he... he's better than Ra, the rugged man. Okay, Max Kellerman, the mixtape, undefeated. What, Max? Yeah. I, I've heard this. I mean, it's been years since I've heard this. Like, <laughs> I, Rumble, young man, right, or something like that. I, I've heard no, it. Gary, 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 don't do a disservice. <laughs> Go back and listen to it all. It's from been beginning years. To end. It's a great mixtape. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Hall of Fame. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, uh, the whole undisputed thing. Um, no, what were we talking about before that? Gary, you were talking about something, I guess. I forget now. Um, Gosh, 140. Oh, I was no. just bashing Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. That's the point of the whole show, okay? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you take away anything from the show, Max Kellerman sucks. Dead. He's not. He, I, people look at him as like some boxing source. Like he's some like he's some knowledge. Like he doesn't know anything. He's he, he, the same thing with the other guy on ESPN. Mark Krieger doesn't know anything. Oh my, Kriegel, 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 Kriegel. Doesn't know anything. Where they find that good guy? voice? I mean, they feed him everything he says, but he has a great voice. Kriegel does. You think so? Yeah, I'm a fan. I think he has a good voice, like a good announcer voice. I'm a Kriegel fan. Like a good, like, especially like the voiceovers when he does the voiceover yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like it because in person, he's rap. not, he's, he's a radio face. Um, I don't, not good I don't think he's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not like a unbiased journalist in the sport. No, not, not at all. Uh, yeah, he just, whatever they feed him, he says, love him to death, but he's got a radio face. Well, well, come on, let's be honest. He's 
probably better than everyone else on that ESPN on the, telecast. Don't talk about on well, Ward. If we're counting Ward, Ward's about Ward. Ward. No, 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 no stop, about stop, Ward. stop. When are we as a like entire community going to reject the idea of Andre Ward being a manager and a commentator for his fighters? That's a fair objection. Like that's that's totally fair, right? Like it, yep. it's like when uh, McCarver and and Buck used to announce the World Series and the Cardinals were in it. Like, come, come on, bro. Like. This is I, I agree with that, right? But take that away from it and just his commentary. Uh, fighters he doesn't manage. But again, he manages almost all top rank fighters now. <laughs> so it's hard. But I, I, I agree that that's a conflict of interest, and they should remove him. Really, they should. And yeah. I'm an Andre Ward truther. Like Andre Ward's one of my favorites. That's hard. I'm blocked. I'm blocked from Andre Ward, so I should. I don't You're think blocked from Andre Ward. Yeah. What did you do to piss off Andre? Dude, stop. I just, I just no, don't no, ask questions, don't ask Gary. Questions. Don't ask questions. All right. Last questions. We're moving on. I have okay. a filthy mouth, Gary. Uh, just don't ask questions. I, yeah, Andre Ward's a, a a decent like like color he's guy. A, you know, he is. He's a great. He's not a bad commentator. I'm not gonna lie, but the fact that he manages most of who he's commentating is not okay. It's you bad luck. That. Yeah, that's like, not okay. Look, like. In terms of like actual technical ability, he's better than everyone in zones telecast. Right. But oh, that's not hard. <laughs> that's it's not, not hard. Not hard. Don't talk about Bradley. Cat <laughs> City. Poor Tim Bradley, dude. Poor Tim Bradley. Cat City. He's from Home Springs area. Uh, I get that. Great dude. Bradley. I got to talk to him once before the Josh Franco fight. Great dude. I talked to him like 20 minutes. Awesome guy. Yeah. Horrible commentator. Yeah. One of the worst. <laughs> he's history. got terrible eyebrows, also. I blame Teddy Atlas, but that's beside the point. That's, yeah. Um, main he was his trainer for a time, and he, you know, mm-hmm. probably trained him in this whole, like, being an awful commentator. commentator. You didn't like uh, Teddy Atlas, bro? Stop. I love Teddy Atlas. No, I think you I, would. I feel like you, Gary I feel like Gary Atlas. would. Like, Gary, you embody yes. a Teddy Atlas kind of aggression kind of sometimes i'm like whoa we get a little yeah it's very it's, it's very it's very teddy inspired isn't it yeah it's a homage psycho, i like it a little i'm not gonna say psycho i would say mm, sociopath you know love it Gary. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I guess I, i'll take I, that I as think, a compliment i'm not sure <laughs> a compliment i just think right. yeah this is just um annoying in a very different <laughs> way than like a harold letterman or dude, I used to get to hey, Jim! and <laughs> all the time. <laughs> there's, there's no difference. There's a major difference. There's no difference. <laughs> there's no difference in and Freddie Roach and Teddy Atlas. None. Just get mixed up. Jesus Christ. Um, digressing. Uh, Tifa Lopez retires. <laughs> he said he retires. Said he went crazy just for to build the fight. Look, if. If there's ever been an example or a red flag of somebody maybe having mental issues, it's when they go on a crazy, like, manic episode and then go, like, I was just joking, guys. Wasn't crazy. Most likely had a manic episode. Manic episode, yeah. So uh, I hope he gets help still um, because it's weird. He's going to be in this situation where I think he has great showings here and there that keep him at the top, Gary. But he's going to be a head case. Yeah. Like, when we talk about, like, other athletes and other sports, like, always performing very well. but off the field or off the court, they're just wilding out constantly and getting into trouble and saying wild things. Tifa Lopez is going to be that guy. I, I feel like he is he's the new Tyson Fury in a very different way. How much of it is fake, though, right? No. Like, I don't no? think any of it's fake. I, don't think- I think, like, most people, like Alex Jones. Alex Jones was going through a divorce, and his wife was using his tapes against him in the divorce to get custody of the kids. And he's like, it's all an act, bro. It's like Hulk Hogan isn't that guy. He's just some dude named Terry who puts up like, and that was his defense, right? Like, this is not me. This is an act, right? That's like, I a lot of people people. do that, right? To be, like, fair, have- to be fair, Alex Jones did lose. Alex Jones is a psycho <laughs> that, and also that, lost that, his case. He lost. I don't, case. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how it turned out for him. The defense was it was just that like his that, victims. Right? So that let's defense, not, that defense did not work for Alex Jones. Did not work. Did <laughs> not work because I, I try it all the time. To be honest, I try it all the time. Okay. <laughs> I think, for I, example, like when we see like Spence and Crawford like get at it, like they're not. They're. I think they're playing it up because they know like they oh, have yeah. to to oh, sell yeah. pay per views right oh, now. Yeah. Um and somewhat combat uh competitiveness like competitive attitude, but for Tifa Lopez, the guy just says off the wall things, and when you look at like his his personal relationship issues, right. that to me is 
a clear sign that he's the common denominator okay. here. Or when, dad. No, but come on. When his crazy dad, I know you maybe disagree <laughs> about it a little bit because we talked about it off air. But that scene of him being interviewed by Mark Kriegel, right, and talking about wanting to kill Josh Taylor and then talking about the racist comments. And his dad's, like, yelling at him, like, stop, bro. Like, stop. I know you were like, his dad shouldn't be yelling at him. And you're right. But as a manager, as, like, somebody that's, like, in charge of your brand, so to speak, you should be yelling at your client. Shut the fuck that's up. That's ruining right. their public their relations. Public relations. Yeah. And Antifa Lopez, I think it's very aware that it is affecting his public image in a negative way. But, like he said, he was, let's not be pussies about it. Let's be, let's be men about it. Yeah. And... In his manic episode, and God knows what Andrew Tate filth he's watching too, that's really pervasive in our industry. Um, I think he is on some very toxic manic episodes right now. And again, that's he another one. I watched the 30s. I've, I've seen three clips of Andrew Tate ever. I still don't really know who he is. Like you, Matt sent me a clip where he said, uh, uh, Girls on OnlyFans, you, you, they owe you a cut on, or something. And then I saw another clip, 10 seconds long, where he's talking about fight gyms, completely unrelated. And I saw another clip. I don't know what he was talking about, but he was screaming like a WWE wrestler. Like, this is fake. He's fake. Like, that guy's fake. He's totally fake. This oh, is that guy's a media for grifter for sure. Absolutely. Because he tried to. Like, I've seen three clips of him ever. That. And they were all like on completely. I don't even know what this topic was about, but it was from like his latest interview, which got like millions of live views on Rumbler. I, I don't know who he is. I still. I, I, I know he lives in Romania and got arrested. So, and he used to be a kickboxer. That's all so, I know. So he, I think the brother was famous. No, 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 no. So Andrew Tate was a former like kickbox MMA fighter. Sucked at it. Got knocked out a bunch, and then wanted to be in like hip hop, and then was doing like music actually, and then was basically started allegedly. I guess uh, he did it though. Allegedly, <laughs> oh, um, the whole Romania thing—the the girls, the the girls and human trafficking and making them be cam girls and force them into like forced right. labor, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and like prostitution. Um, Is it, that what he got arrested for? Yes, but those charges got dropped. Well, no, they're not, they're not being dropped. Filed. They're not dropped. Yeah, but he's out of jail now. They let him go home. Oh yes, yes, yes. a yes. long time ago. There, there was those charges ones. in England, a different country, and that's why you went to Romania. To okay. his charges, and then Romania ended up charging him as well. Okay, and he kind of got caught um, up there. But then he started doing like the whole like online university of like entrepreneurship. Like you, hey, sign up to my business uh, program for a thousand bucks a month, and I'm gonna teach you how to be a millionaire off of Bitcoin and shit. Like he did that, and then it was all like men's rights and like how like alpha male, alpha male. Alpha male. Like we don't want what like the my, gay my, agenda. My my my, my remember I was telling you the other day what I was telling you. What he said, he's like, how, how somebody asked him like, how do you learn? Um, how do you how do you know all this lang- like vocabulary? He's like first thing I do is I have I have an app that I watch every day. It sends you a word, and I know because I have the app. Oh, that was him. The that word was of the insane. day. Remember, yeah. word of the day. You got to learn. And I was like, dude, I know exactly what app it is. And like, I learned vocabulary from it. So I know what he's he's talking about. He's just like a grifter. Like he goes around trying to collect money in an audience. He tries to get it anywhere he can. That's, that's what he's doing now. And he found it with like the dissatisfied, like young male, like virgin group, you know, it's terrible. It it is what it is. But digressing to like Tifa Lopez, I don't think it's an act. I think this is a guy that had, I think, signs of it early on if we like really think about his like come up and top yeah. rank there was signs of this yes but then when the money the attention and then the family breakdown start hitting it unravels and that's when you get a manic episode if anyone i mean i i know people personally that have had like bipolar disorder and other mental disorders and this is something that i i recognize so that's like i i know we make jokes with tifa lopez but like honestly get help yeah, like that's listen, the best thing to do. listen to your family. I, I could, I guarantee they're telling you, like, go to a therapist because mm-hmm. this type of stuff you're saying in the media is ruining your legacy. Or get a PR. I'm just saying, get a fucking PR team. What? Well, like, you, I know to them. There, there's <laughs> no, a lot of crazy exactly. people, a lot of crazy boxers have a cr- lot of crazy ideas. They get hit in the head a lot of fucking times. 
So they need a PR team behind them, helping them out to say like, bro, don't say that. I, you might believe whatever you believe, shut the fuck up. And you want a box? We got a path. There's so many times that these fighters need that and we don't have it. Like, honestly, we're very close to Tifa Lopez going like some like weird, like homophobic, transphobic rants. And he just has a Bud Light deal. If he doesn't hurt like, somebody, like, if he doesn't hurt somebody outside of the ring. But like talking about like trying to talk to fighters, like this hurts you in terms of money making opportunities. Right. Because bigger brands aren't going to want to sponsor somebody. That's, that's just ratting off random shit. We don't want to hear that. That stuff that's divisive. Like that's yeah. the reality to it. Like, like Melody said, like it, who cares if you don't agree with it? Like yeah, under, understand up. you're ruining business. your money. This is a business. At all times, you need to understand. And that's the calmness telling you this shit, dude. So, like, come on. You got, yeah, right? Come on, dude. Um, what? I'm burping. Oh. I'm not trying to tell oh, you anything. I'm just burping. Also on the card, uh, Henry LeBron got a win. Uh, Bruce Carrington got a win. And Xander Zayas got a win. And some other fights that I don't care to mention. Any other thoughts on the card? Ladies? No, the rest of the card was mismatched. Oh, sorry, Melody. No, I didn't have anything to say. Go ahead, Gare. The rest of it was mismatches. Like, they were tune-ups and, and, and stay yeah. busy fights, but they weren't even competitive ones, right? Like, you, you got to see the guys. Bruce Carrington, you can see he's gifted. Let's move him along a little quicker than this, right? Like, yeah. T um, Xander Zayas, he should, I mean, he looks great, but why? Ronald Cruz, like, shouldn't he? He's okay. past that. Go fight, like, top 20 guys, really. He's ready. Okay. Put him in with a top 20 to 25 uh, 154. Let's see how he does. These fights, I mean, what does beating up Ronald Cruz for 12 rounds do for you? And I'm not saying Cruz is a bum or anything like that, but there's levels to this. We also have to know, um, I think the matchmaker for top rank um, had a stroke. Who's the matchmaker? Goodman? No, I think it was, who's the matchmaker? Ron? Oh, it might be Brad, but the matchmaker's Brad, but I think no. it's Brad Ron, Goodman. right? No, he's not a matchmaker. He's a freelance matchmaker. He's but, not he's not an exclusive guy to, to I will look it up. Offer. Look into that. No, Brad Goodman was the matchmaker for the card. But yeah. I he's like the usual matchmaker. I don't I know you're talking about Ron. I, Ron, he got hurt. He got he had a stroke. Just saying that. Name. It's like a Pol, it's like a Polish last name. Yeah, like he that. had a stroke. Just saying that. And then I mean, like, obviously, if you watch see the Golden Boy card, which is also funkity dunkity, um, they have a new matchmaker, which we were saying the last time. We got um, Javier Razo. You know Razo? Raz, Raz Dog? Raz Dog. Raz Dog. Because some people don't actually call him that. Uh, yeah, dude. Razo. No, I've never heard of this dude in my life. Look at his Instagram. I, it's Raw Dog, bro. I see his picture. I don't know him. Razo with the freaking a soul patch. Is there, is there any you know, Gary, have you ever seen Ra Gary Razo? Gary does not know who this guy is. He has a soul patch, He's bro. only matchmaker in California. Yeah, he just started matchmaking, but he's been the like uh not PR, but he's been he he's been like a a, a liaison for Golden Boy for years, years. Razo, you know Razo. I swear to God, Gary, Gary if you saw him, Razzo, if you him. saw him in the ring, you'd be like, all right, soul patch. The guy's soul got patch, a soul dude. patch and a hat. Nobody else wears the soul patch it, like that guy. Is, is there is there a point to bringing up Razo so he's much he's now a matchmaker that's what i'm saying oh okay that don't e i got a point eric gomez is also listed as the matchmaker so eric Car gomez has now become a matchmaker also well, he's a promote he he's license, a promoter so that... if you're promoter license you can be a matchmaker true yes you can um all right let's move on to the golden Boy card uh jaime mangia sergey devachenko i mean this is one of the better fights of the year uh i picked devachenko to win and looked like he was going to get Mungia out early. Mungia held on and really found some success at long range and mid range uh, and was able to really survive in the really rough moments and end up getting knocked down. It was in the last round uh, against Devachenko. I think that solidified his, his win, his decision win. Um, very close fight. I know Gary has a little bit of a hot take, I guess, about the decision here. Um, no. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good win for Mungia in terms of this was his first real test, in my opinion. He won. I still probably don't pick him against certain guys, a la Charlo or Benavidez or Canelo. But guys like Triple G, I think Mangia can beat. And that's probably the fight that, if I'm Golden Boy, I push for 1,000% next. And I offer Triple G a buttload of cash 
to get Munguia that name on his resume. Um, but Gary, I know you're one jump in about this one. No, I don't really have a hot take. I scored at 114, 113 for Munguia. That's oh. how I had that's how two of the three judges had it. I, the polls and the broadcast, I don't know if y'all listened to the broadcast, they all said it was a robbery. I didn't see it that way. I scored it for Munguia. Did y'all think it was a robbery or did you think? Oh, and I, hell no. I mean, I don't, I don't remember the telecast. I don't remember them saying that. I mean, even though you were voting for Devinchenko, you were literally were like, he's going to win this. It was a great fight for Munguia. Great fight. Yeah. I mean, the last Both six of rounds or so, he really came on. Was amazing. Both of these men have the strength that like it was crazy it was crazy super strength that i never seen not even from divinchenko but like from mungia i don't i think this is the hardest test he's ever had oh absolutely right yeah it, before this was gabe rosado and then that's Dennis i don't know hogan don't please that was a tough but fight i mean for it was so it was, was a new way was, was a tough fight for him yeah a new way remember takasha a new way nao's cousin or brother or something it's the cousin Mm-hmm. I always forget because there's like four different Anuways and they're all related somehow. Mm-hmm. I was close. Mm-hmm. But remember, he gave Munguia a tough fight. I mean, a lot of people do. <laughs> a lot of people give Munguia a tough fight. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's gotten better. Like, I do think he's progressed. But like, he lost to Dennis Hogan. Can we just be real about that? Like, it wasn't if there's was a question, he lost that fight clearly. Hulk Hogan definitely won that fight, guys. Yeah, that was. Um, Is this a nickname Hulk? It should be Hulk, right? I don't know, yeah. but yes, it, uh, Mungia has been through a lot and a lot a of lot, <laughs> a lot. Uh, this was his best fight to date. And what is he suspended for? Oh, I mean, this is probably of the normal course, suspension. Regular yeah, regular shit. Regular. Um, but I mean, I'll be honest here. Do, do you pick him against anyone in the top? Uh, okay, I'll put it this way. I mean, list names off, okay? Okay, go. I'll tell Canelo. you. Canelo. No. Gary, relax. I'm going to get to easier <laughs> names, okay? No, no. no, the answer to that is no. Charlo. No. <laughs> no. Benavides. Nope. Caleb Plant. Uh, Gary's saying no. It I depends say no on how much. Well. Ga- uh, I say no. no. Demetrius Andrade. No. Wow, I'm picking. I, I, Mungia, I'll pick Boo-Boo? you against Boo Boo, okay? Bro, Mungia and Boo Boo, come would on. Be a good fight. I'll be happy. Andra gives up after the fourth round in every well, I was fight. Say. And Mungia only comes on after, after round seven. The sixth. So, so close. <laughs> so, I mean, it's going to it's gonna be a great fight, guys. Right? Uh, Triple G. Oh, good fight. Triple G might win. You're not picking Munguia against Triple G? I'll take G. That, that's closer. We're getting closer now. Yeah, we're getting but closer. But still not. How, how soon would it be? Would it be this year, Triple G? Because Triple G next year might not be the Triple G of this year. What do you mean? He, ha- he has no more hair left, guys. There's Don't talk about him. He's like he has Samson. a beautiful chin. He has a beautiful chin. All right. You guys are picking Munguia against nobody in the top right now. Okay, except for- you didn't even mention David Morrell, but um, I I'd pick him to be the guy at this point, like Anthony Durrell, but that's about the best I would do. Durrell, fuck man, <laughs> that's Durrell harsh. Hold fight. on, I got I got look. Durrell had a good fight last. That's <laughs> messed up, man. Like, would you take him to beat Melikuziev? Yeah. 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 I'll take him against that. That's who. That's I- a what do you mean? Fight to me. What? Beck got caught in a big shot once. Like Beck's pretty good, bro. I'm not saying he's great, but he's Beck's he got he, he got caught no. once. I, I, but but I he got caught by Gabe Rosado. He did. He did. He did. Gabe. He did. John Ryder. Nope. You picking John Ryder? No. Oh. No. I just think that's a bad stylistic fight for no. for Ryder. I'll take Munguia in that, but that's a great Munguia. fight. Yeah. I, I picked David Morrell like you, Gary, but that's just because I'm a David Morrell truth. Two rounds. The two guy rounds. Is something special. First off, 168 sucks. So yeah, this they're... is a bad group. You got Morrell, Benavidez, and Canelo. So I think those are three. It's top heavy. After that, it falls off the map. He might need to go back down to 160 somehow and, and fight like Liam Smith again and like Chris Eubank and Carlos Adamas. <laughs> He's like. like he should go down to 160 and then force 154 pounders up to 160 is what he should do. 
who, Jamel Charlo and lose? No, not those type guys. I'm talking about the uh, Gary Spike Sullivan's of the world. That those type guys. So are we just like gonna just let Mungia just stay at this level forever and never? Matt, can, can, can we just go over this real quick? Like <clears throat> he beat Saddam Ali when? Like 2016, 2017? Like you know how long? And, and, and since then, like <laughs> he, he he beat Liam Smith, Goodwin. Brandon Cook, Takashi Inoue, Dennis Hogan, Patrick Alate, Spike O'Sullivan, Torino Johnson, Shamarja, Gabe Rosado, Big Meech, Kilrain Kelly, I don't even know, Gonzalo, Gaston, Correa, and then Derek Vincenco. I don't even that, remember that. That is ridiculous, point. bro. <laughs> Look at that resume. That, that's a joke. Does anyone remember that last fight? I don't know. It was in Mexico. Either. Was it off TV? Did we just not see it? We couldn't know. We couldn't know. No, I mean, Gary, you're right. That's a very bad run. I mean, that's one of the worst runs as a championship fighter I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Right? It's not good. is a solid win, though. It was. It was. And Dervachenko and Liam Smith, everything in between is a joke. And and I know it's boxing math here, right? Because like Jamal Charlo and Triple G both fought Dervachenko, and Daniel Jacobs fought Dervachenko. So like I'm gauging Mungia how he could fare against those guys off of these performances. Um, is Daniel Jacobs retired? Can we bring him back? Oh, I love the Miracle Man. There you go. That's somebody he could win. Is he, he retired? He's, he's got to be retired, Probably. right? Because I haven't seen. Him I haven't forever. heard him. I haven't heard from him in so long. Let me but... look it up now, because that would be actually like a really good name, I think. The for Miracle Man. The guy like Daniel Jacobs, I former love champion, Daniel Jacobs, more of a veteran. So you're getting him at the tail end of his career. Totally like... shot. So it's a good name to put on his resume. Yeah, I, that's I, why I, feel... I said Anthony Durrell, like for the same kind of. But Anthony but Jacobs is a better name. Made... Didn't he get Jacobs is a much better name? Jacobs in his prime is much better than Anthony Durrell in his prime. Daniel Jacobs retired. Hold on. I got <laughs> are you looking it up to see if he retired or not? I think I he have did. no idea. I, yeah, I think this last year. Yeah, he no retired way. last year. Yeah. I think he retired last year after the John Ryder fight. Which he oh. won, by the way. Which you which allegedly I mean, wasn't that one like one of the worst fights ever oh it was it was brutal right and and danny jacobs won the first seven rounds and lost the last five like it wasn't difficult to score at all like, it, was, it was that easy to score it was seven to five jacobs it was like there was no questionable rounds either way and somehow they gave the fight to uh uh my, my brain um john Ryder. Yeah, like, there's no way. Like this, the first seven rounds he lost, and then he won the last five. It was like a switch went off, but it was like okay, at that point it's too late. There was no knockdowns, no deductions. It was just seven rounds clearly for Jacobs, last five clearly for for uh, Ryder. Anyway, Ryder's the luckiest guy in sports, and then he fights Zach Parker, who I'm huge on. Zach Parker, if he doesn't quit, also beats Mungia. I will sure. say, I will say, Sergey Devchenko, uh, if you still are hanging around, maybe drop back down to 160. Fight Carlos Adamas. I want that fight. That's going to be a fun fight. Isn't Adamas fighting somebody recently? Probably. I saw him fighting somebody, right? Probably. Isn't Adamas fighting somebody uh, soon? If Devonchenko isn't going back down to 160, David Morrell, if David Morrell doesn't, doesn't get the Benavidez fight. You know what I mean? Like, Just have Devonchenko be that gatekeeper to everyone. Uh, I'm hearing that fight is happening. From both yeah, sides. It is. Me too. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Like we're good on that one. I think we're. Oh, that's gonna be a tough one to pick for me, man. Um, it's not tough I, for me. To pick, it's, it's not, not tough for me hard. to pick. It's not hard, Benavides. I, I don't know, man. I'm a Cuban purist here, man. Benavides. 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 Didn't Rigandel get a seven round KO? What, recently? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Did he? Didn't did. he? On the um, uh, there was the a card Broner he was card? on Broner card. The Broner card. We also forgot to talk about that. We it didn't was... watch it. We didn't. <laughs> That's why. No lie, we didn't fucking watch, we didn't it. watch it. Um, I couldn't find a stream for it either. Allegedly, I what? couldn't find a stream for it either. I was gonna watch it. Um, I was in no, Corpus we were Christi. out. Remember? No, I was looking for a stream. We were at the the Callum Wash flight, and I had my computer, and we could not find streams. Yeah, but still, there was there no was... streams for it. Zero. Zero. I think because no one actually bought it, and 
no one decided to see it. looked it. terrible even on the like highlights that people posted, right? The stream looked terrible. Quickly, I just want to run down the rest of the card. Shane Mosley Jr. defeated Demetrius Ballard. Kind of a fun fight. I mean, Shane Mosley Jr. isn't going to be great, but it was looked a fun better. fight. better, Mariana. Uh, Juarez lost to Mayela Flores. Uh, Ricardo Sandoval defeated Rocco Santamoro. He's uh, from LA. Jorge Chavez defeated Christian Lorenzo, a guy that we've had on our card before here at local LA shows. Good guy. Uh, Anthony Saldivar versus uh, defeated Jerome Clayton via KO. I have no other thoughts about the card other than that. Melody, Gary, any other thoughts before we move on? I thought Mariana Juarez was um, retired. I thought so too. I thought 55, 12, and 4. What are we doing still fighting with plastic surgery? Boobie and at 43 years old. Yeah. Tough, tough out there. Tough, tough out there. Hey, women more. And maybe we'll stop that. Maybe they can retire. Um, Gary, you're good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Sonny Edwards. Yeah, Sonny woke up. Had a fight against Andreas Campos. I'll just say this. I'm not going to really break down this fight because there's nothing to break down. Um, It was a Sonny Edwards fight. But he definitely is a guy that I think is surviving on borrowed time. Um, There are certain fighters that when I think about him facing again, I just don't see him being able to outbox them. No. Guys like he, Bam. He's, outbo- he's outboxing everybody the UK can give him right now. And they're and undefeated guys and, from Chile. And, and it's, again, it's the UK that's given it to him. So he can outbox and win everybody he's beating now, which sucks because I hate Sonny so much. Everybody knows that. But he can outbox these fools. He's not going to outbox Bam. Okay? We know that. For sure. For and, sure. And that's not to say that Sonny Edwards is a bad Isn't boxer. bad fighter. Felix Alvarado is a good win. Mohamed Wasim is a good win. Marathi Metalane is a good win. Those are all three very good wins. All former champions or champions at the time. Right. The rest of the uh, resume, not so much. But that that's enough for me to go. He's going to beat everyone at this level. Did you think he was going to beat Martinez? I did until Martinez popped. And then no, I've been getting dirty. No. You know? But in in hindsight, I'm not surprised because Martinez's lack of footwork, discipline, extreme discipline. Um, But Martinez still beats him though, like he does. Like he's a bad version of Caleb Plant. Like he's not. He's Billy Joe Saunders. Like he's not that good. He's a he's a mini Billy Joe Saunders. Like he he can outbox B B level fighters, but once you go to that B plus A minus level. He's gonna lose. Like he doesn't have any power. Like this bear. Well, that's Rodriguez, what I'm waiting for. Jesus this, Christ! This, please, Sonny, lose. He doesn't throw anything with any intentions, though. Like it's just strictly amateur. Like he's scoring just to score. And I've always said this about Mike Conlon. Like Mick Conlon's not good. And I kind of feel the same way about Sonny. Sonny Edwards is better than Conlon, but like Bam Rodriguez. How's he gonna beat Bam Rodriguez? Bam's quicker than him. He's more athletic than him. Has better footwork than him. So he can't run from him, right? That's not going to work. So he's going to stand in with them? How's that going to work? I, there's absolutely no blueprint for him to win that fight. And then he heard, like, this is a 50-50 fight. This is the best fight they can be. He's, like, he's going to get destroyed. At yeah. least Julio Cesar Martinez would have a puncher's chance against Bam, right? Sonny Edward, there's nothing he can – is he going to knock Bam out? <laughs> is he, he going to be able to run from him for 12 rounds? The guy's a better athlete. This is what I'm saying. Eddie Hearn doesn't, really doesn't get it. Bam's going to destroy him and break him in pieces. And he's going to be trying to, oh, I scored two jams, right? It's like, oh, great. You won the first two rounds, and then I destroyed you and killed you dead in the third round. Like, Eddie really doesn't get it. It's like his little English fighters who are good at that level and good fighters. When you put him in with Bam or Julio Cesar Martinez, they're going to break you. They're going to destroy you. He really does. There's absolutely zero path that he has to even making it a, a good fight with Bam you know, beyond the first couple of rounds. Like, he might be able to win some rounds early, right? Keep Bam guessing. But I don't even see that, right? Because Bam starts pretty quickly. So, it's just he's going to get demolished. And Julio Cesar Martinez is much more flawed than Bam. But Julio Cesar Martinez, he's not lightning quick. He's not rigging down, right? He doesn't have the power of rigging down. He doesn't have the speed and athleticism of rigging down. He's just got good skills, Right? He's not super hyper-athletic where you can't get, catch him. You, you can get him. And when you do, you're going to destroy him because he can't, he can't hurt you. 
You can just walk through whatever he throws and, and hit him to the body. And you hit him in the body five or six times. By the time we get to those middle rounds, he's going to be broken down and he's a sitting duck. Gary, didn't you say there was, uh, didn't you say there was news? Why would Gary stop when he can clearly see me? <laughs> of gaping for air. I Go mean, ahead. Thanks, Gary. Go okay. ahead. But did, yes, you say that, did you say like Bam Sunny is Bam Sunny Edwards? Eddie Hearn said I talked to Bam a couple of weeks ago. Bam says he's fighting Sonny Edwards next. And Sonny Edwards said he's fighting Bam next. And Eddie Hearn said it'll be signed either this week, but probably next. So that fight's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, I guess, because Bam's jaw. Yeah. He broke his jaw in his last fight, so I don't know. I think he's fighting, right? Because his jaw's going to be just fine. Yeah, just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, he's back in camp and stuff. I, I, I don't think he's sparring, obviously. I don't know. He's a little crazy. Maybe he is. I would doubt it. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, briefly, I want to mention. Do you oh. really think Sonny Edwards would have a shot against Julio Cesar Martinez? Yeah, yeah. Steroids are not in play. Er, we're not going to have this Julio Cesar Chavez. Everybody thinks Chavez. Come on, Julio okay, Martinez. Martinez. Um, no, Martinez is. I think it's it's just. He's flawed, and there's there's just and, tiny pieces of him that we can fix. No, no there's giant. I think pieces. they're little pieces. They're giant. Uh. His footwork, his lack of head movement at times, is a giant flaw. His lack of defense, his lack of just fluidity when it comes to cutting off the ring. I it mean, was a closer fight with Sonny that I that that I was uh, thinking, but Bam, I have I don't have any like. If Bam lets me down, Bam lets me down, you know? There's no chance. There's no chance. Like, I don't feel that, like, at down. all. Like, I've seen Sonny, I don't know how many times. I can't see him no. dominating. Or imagine him moving up to 115. No. He's dead at 115. This is all he can do. He doesn't do. even have power as it is right now. Like, it's, uh, it's barely making it. That's why I said borrow time. Borrow time holding that belt. Um, briefly want to mention the upcoming fights this weekend. Regis Progate. What? How dare you forget Floyd Mayweather, Jocelyn Hernandez fight this week? Oh, Floyd Mayweather <laughs> fought John Gotti the third, and it was the biggest. Did you watch Gary? Some, some years. I did not. Floyd Mayweather. I, I, I did John not. Gotti. Did you see the viral clip at least? I saw the viral clip. Okay, I did. Okay, that's all you needed to see. Okay, Gary. there's the after fight. Not only that, John Gotti's like daughter threatened Mayweather's daughter. It's getting crazy. Mob on mob violence. Yeah. It's all fake. It's all fake. It's WWE. It's fake. That's the most fake thing I ever saw in my life. That was uh, terrible. Yeah, shout out to that card. Uh, also, just Ali Scott and me. Oh, I do want to mention some of the fights on this card briefly before we move on. Ali Scott and defeating uh, Shaneka Johnson. That was a good fight. Uh, Johnny Fisher defeating Emilio Salas. Um, who else? Shevin Clark defeating David uh, Jameson. That was good TKO. Um, there's other fights in the card, but those are the ones that I remember. Um, shout out to Jocelyn, too, from Jocelyn Jocelyn's Cabaret on Zeus Network. Zeus Network. Did you watch that one, Gary? No, Gary definitely doesn't the watch. The females fighting afterwards. Big Lex fighting Jocelyn Hernandez. There's no way Gary knows who Jocelyn Hernandez is. If you I don't know who the Puerto Rican princess is, Gary, I don't know what I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't even know what that's in reference you, to. Gary, you, wow. you definitely cannot watch it. It's 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 debauchery. I watch finest. it every fucking week. It's a horrible show. She's like this reality TV show slash uh rapper, I guess. She's a singer. Sure. Okay. And uh she was fighting like you know, like in like the hallways, like behind the scenes at the at like a stadium, right? She's in there, right? And she's beating Beat the, the shit. shit. Alf, some girl, man. Oh, uh, it was for a girl from her show. Oh yeah. my god! They I were... mean, it was good. I mean, she beat the fuck. Out she got arrested. Her. She got some charges. She got now. four charges. It was the most real fight on on better that than John Gotti event. and Mayweather. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I was like, speaking of better than uh, Mayweather, John Gotti, Regis Progre is back. Woo! Um, room. I mean, he's not fighting anyone of note. <laughs> if we're being quite honest, uh, Dorn, Dan, Dan, Daniel Lito Zarilla. Uh, also, Chakram Giasoff on the card. Uh, Ramala Ali, Jenny Fuchs. Uh, Jenny is the uh, best friends of Michaela Mayer, right? Michaela Mayer, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Hill. Oh, is she card. really? They're best yes. friends? 
Yeah. yeah, the training partners and stuff. Training partners, BFFers. They're going to You didn't know they literally were matching outfits. I, I, I like Janae. You know, yeah, I know how I feel about Michaela Mayer. <laughs> I love Michaela. She's that uh, that's on Friday, isn't it? No, Saturday, right? Saturday. Saturday. And on Sunday, over in Australia, Tim, Tim Zhu versus Zoo. Carlos Ocampo. I believe that's the same Carlos Ocampo that lost to Earl Spence years and years ago. Yeah, he got another time. Who did, who did he fought someone else and lost again? What does he to... have? Who does he have pictures of that he keeps getting these money fights? Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's all about who you know, right? He it fought is. Fandora. He fought Fandora. Yeah, he fought Fandora for a belt or a, 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 a eliminator or something. Didn't he? Let me look it up. I'm trying to find yeah. it. I'm trying to find this dude. Where? Yeah, he fought Fandora. Got, he went the distance with Fandora and lost. Okay. Okay. Um, also, Risa Lim on the card against Sam Goodman. Um, that's it for people of note on that card. There are other fights, but I don't know anyone else on the card. I did want to talk about Risa Suleiman's comments about Dimitri Bivol again because he made new comments about them. About Russia? Yeah, dude. Oh, no. Um, let me see if I can find it real fast oh, if that's okay no. with everyone. Um, because it, <sighs> it, bug, it bugs me, you know? It's it's because the reality is, by the way, Arthur Bedweave and Dimitri Bivol are negotiating for a fight. Uh, and Sanessa, did you see that Sanessa got a new fight? Yeah, I did. I did. I saw that. I saw that. Girl, Sanessa. Okay. July twenty eighth. Yeah. Let me pull up on the screen too, so that people can see it. They sh they know I'm not lying. I'm not making things up. If you are making things up, so is boxing scene. Boxing probably doesn't. Which make stuff I was going to say, they make stuff up all the time. Um, so. These are real quotes, though, people. Okay, real <laughs> boxing journalism here. Okay, WC uh, press, whatever. Uh, I think this was the quote from last time. At this moment, we cannot sanction a fight where uh, Bivol is involved. And every time that someone asks me about that, it hurts me because I have many Russian friends, fighters, trainers, judges, and members of the government board that are from Russia. Um, our position is not personal. And we are very sorry if it hurts anyone. In this case, it hurts Bivol because he is Russian. But it is nothing personal against him. We are the sanctioned body that fights for peace, for justice against abuse of power, against discrimination, against aggression. And it's very unfortunate that he, Bivol, is a victim in this situation. My favorite part here. But this is something that neither he nor we can control. No? Um... I think you can. Uh, I think you can. I think you're the I president. Think you I think can. it's absolutely think, under your control. You that doesn't even make any sense. Hold on. Guy. I'm going to get oh. into it, okay? This don't make no sense. It's more than clear, and I've said that a thousand times. He knows our position, Bivol. Uh, he knows that he needed to do uh, what he needed to do in the past and what he needs to do now. If he has a situation against our sanctioned body, the process is simple. He needs to get a petition like Better Beef did. Petition proved that he has lived in Canada for 15 years, that he has a Canadian residence, and has kids. And that's kids are Canadian. And he has a Canadian passport and Canadian boxing license. Uh, in the WC convention that was celebrated in Ukraine in 2018, we had a charity event. And with that money, a beautiful sports complex was built there. I wonder if there was any Ukrainian oligarch money involved in that deal or a convention at all. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because it was destroyed by a missile strike. Oh, no. It, I don't know if that's true, but that... Come that, on, he probably didn't build that, anything. That might, that might be funny. Stop it. Oh, it was actually destroyed by a missile strike. I didn't even finish the rest of the That's quote. What I'm saying. Jesus Christ. It was destroyed by a missile strike. Oh, no. This, what happened? I bet the missile strike was also Ukrainian oh, no. shooting on their own side. Um, there are no a, gyms like it in Ukraine. The Ukrainian boxers have died in combat, and a traitor even died in his home. There is no boxing in Ukraine, and definitely our position has not changed and will not change unless the governing body decides something else. But I am the governing body, and I decide no. <laughs> but no, remember, he, he specifically said what? that they can't control this. They, it, that's ridiculous. Right? That's Neither so he nor we no, can control ridiculous. this rule that we made. He cannot control that he was born in Russia. I Like, what are you talking about? This is how you create enemies quicker than you can kill them. Right? Like, seriously. This, this is protecting Canelo. <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, we got to talk about Canelo, too, Canelo. and Badu Jack. We need to get into oh, that. Because Badu Jack might Hold do on. something. Oh, my Are, God. The fact uh, that... I'm the, so embarrassed oh, oh, I have this tattoo on my on. fucking arm. The fact that the WC can... With the president here can say with a bold, straight face to a journalist without any follow-up of... We are a sanctioned body that fights for peace, for justice, against abuses of power, against discrimination, against aggression, as an excuse for why 
He won't sanction Russian fighters. But yet, Canelo and Badger Jack are going to go to Saudi Arabia, a country <laughs> with one of the worst <laughs> histories of human rights abuses in the world that just recently was involved in a decade-long genocide against the Yemeni people. That war of aggression. There's no, there's no boxing in Yemen, by the way. I don't know how many Yemen boxers have died, but it's been a decade of a fucking genocide, Marisa Suleiman. So I guess you don't care about that one. So this this arbitrary uh, use of, oh, we're war. for peace. We're, this is ridiculous. We're, 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 on, we're on the side of peace. It's not. They're on the no. side of U.S. imperialism because they're a multinational corporation, nonprofit NGO that is based primarily in terms of where their business is conducted in, in the, the United US States. States. Yep. So – Reality, if you can't come to the United States, you're not going to make us money. So why would we even have you? The reality is that they are a, like any organization and in institution, especially NGOs that have governmental influence or money. They mm -hmm. are tools of imperialism. So that's why he's completely OK taking Saudi fucking blood money. OK, as they have literal slaves from Africa working fucking children at, at, <laughs> at, at, as they have extreme oppression against women the lgbtq plus community uh against any political dissent no that's all fine mm -hmm. that, that's for peace yeah i, I just millions that's okay the fact that no one has the gall as a journalist to well, be that's to, what i was gonna to, ask you to who stick a microphone this? who wrote this well, I don't like, know. You can't These quotes even... aren't from him. They're from a different person that they're taking. It's, a, it's an editorial staff. staff. But the fact that there are journalists that get in from Risa Suleiman. There are big-time journalists in this sport that people pay attention to. And none of them, That's none of them are going to point out say. this hypocrisy. Yeah. And it's sad sense. because it doesn't just ruin Bivol's life. Imagine the hundreds of Russian boxers now that are... In a, in a in a sense, sanctioned from fighting in their sport right. globally, internationally, yep. because of their sanctioned bodies being tools of empire. Yep, like it's <coughs> it's so sad, and I hope to God Better Beef and Bivol negotiate their fight, separate from the WBC, and say fuck that. I hope Better Beef and his team are like that. We're we're above that. This is our countrymen here. Like, yeah. this is a fight for our legacy, too. It's a fight that the fans have wanted forever. We're not getting Canelo now. Let's get that. And you are right. Part of it is the defense of Canelo from the WBC. Yeah, I know it is. But that's, that, that, that's, that's the superstructure on top of the base, which is this is a non-governmental agent organization which has ties to the U.S. government, which is an empire. They didn't have any problem taking money from Russia before this. No, none at all. And again, you, Ukraine, Ukraine has been bombing Ugh. the Donetsk republics years for for nearly a decade. I think it, I think it's like fourteen thousand people have died since two thousand fourteen before the Russian military intervention. At no point, at no point, did they go. You know what? Every in all of eastern Ukraine. Or the Luhansk and Donetsk People's Republic, there's no boxing, so we're not going to sanction Ukrainian fighters. No more. That was never a that was never it's a reality for them. Crazy to me, right? So like the USA plays this game, they they throw the map and throw a dart at a country and say, okay, we're going to invade this country and we're going to make it the bad guy, right? And then you get all these people from all over the world to go along with it. It's like, look, I'm not going to get political here. Between the USA, the Ukraine, and Russia, Russia really ain't the bad guy. Like no. I, you can take that as you wish, and you can quote me on that. I'm not. I'm not saying their hands are innocent and everything. Between those three countries in this situation, Russia ain't the bad guy. There's only one of those countries that has named a Nazi war criminal as a national hero, and it's yeah, it's not Russia. But digressing. Um, any other oh. thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here? Final thoughts, Tom? Because that was really all. I just want to have a little mini rant there. This is how you start. They're going to freeze these fighters out because you don't like their country they they, they come from? Yes. I, I mean, and then we're doing that to fight discrimination. Suleiman is but the one. Look, he has that. Here's the I, I haven't heard from like other sanctioning bodies. Have you? That they're no, also blocking the No, but I. IBF. Yeah, no, IBF. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. Um. Is it just WBC? Because Look, WBC does own their own shit. They don't give a fuck about we, nobody. We've talked about they this on. Coke, 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 Coke. 
I mean, allegedly Mexico. Um, you know, we talked this before that the fact that Cuba lifted their ban on professional boxing, but right. America has an embargo and does not allow Cuban citizens to come and work for work visas. So if you're a Cuban citizen and live in Cuba and you're a boxer, you cannot come and be a professional. You can't be a professional boxer and come to the U.S. So even though Cuba Cuba lifted their side of that ban, the U.S. has not stopped it. So imagine like when things like hit off with China and with the U.S. Is the WBC going to ban guys? I know. What are they going to do? You know, what, that, the next world war, are they just going to start being like, like mur, mur, those seven countries we don't accept. And it's going to be like half the world. Like I'm shocked they haven't done this with Iranian fighters. This is the first time they've done it, right? Like Russia, like with their like, oh, with the ongoing war, we're not going to like, whoa, what? I mean, I would have to look into like. Because I've never, ever heard of this before. But I've also, I mean, I have lived through other fucking u.s tragedy. but then we're off to saudi arabia for to make hundreds of millions of dollars right right like, that's okay it's all that's nonsense like just explain to me why saudi arabia is fine and Russia's right. out of the question just explain that to me mm-hmm. well we know why one takes u.s money and one doesn't but hey that might be changing soon because of the whole you know bricks and the petrodollar failing but that's digressing that's made for a political show on turning down network african check it out come together africa just said they're uh, banning the U.S. dollar for domestic Eww. trade. So Africa is coming together, baby. It's gonna be a rough one for the U.S. in coming years. Digressing, ladies and gentlemen. We had some boxing this last weekend. Boxing this upcoming weekend. Tifa Lopez is back, or maybe very close to another manic <sighs> episode. Jaime Magia passed the test of fire, but we still don't pick him to be anyone at the top. It's kind of a weird irony there. Uh, Regis Progres is fine this weekend. Always excited to see him and Tim Zhu. Uh, uh, a Rising prospect slash contender fighting somebody that is of no note, but it is what it is. He just fought a couple months ago. Stay busy fight. Yeah, I I don't need a stay busy fight. Fight Jamil Charlo. Let's Mm -hmm. just just jump to it. But what is Charlo doing? Why is Charlo not fighting? I don't know. He's fighting like Brandon Mendoza. Is he? I hope not. But like that's what PBC would do. I don't. don't Um. Well, Jamil Charlo broke his hand. I don't know. That was back January. I don't know what's up with that. That was six months ago. I and 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 Big Charlo. He was supposed to fight in a couple weeks, man. Supposed to fight July. Ebony Bridges broke her hand, and she's already going to be back in the United States training for her next fight too. So I don't know. I'm just saying. To be fair, there are like half of your bones in your body are like in your hand, so it could be a different bones that they broke, but. Yeah, I mean, there hasn't even been a date to reschedule that fight, right? Like, at first, remember, there was, like, the WBO, I think it was, was, like, skeptical about the break, and they wanted more information on it because it didn't see – it seemed a little off, remember, with Charlo's broken hand? I don't remember this. I think Charlo's team put in for that. They asked for – they were going to strip him, but if he didn't get another doctor's note or something, right? This is months ago. But they were skeptical of the whole diagnosis in the first place and required, like, more – medical detail into this injury and and charlo gave it but like just him and his, something's not right here with the charles like, i don't know what it is but jamal jamal charles supposed to fight july 1st like it was all booked i talked to ronnie shields ronnie shields says july 1st in houston and then like that just fell off the face of the earth it is what it is but again final thoughts gary let's get on out of here charlos who knows man when, when, when we get actual concrete news about them yeah, that'll be a party. We'll, t- we'll talk about them, I guess. And then uh, it'll, it'll change five minutes later, but <laughs> uh, I am Matthew Hunter. Follow me, Matt Hunter MCR, on all social media platforms. Links down below in the description. Um, check out my social media pages because there will be a video coming out either Saturday or Sunday as I'm uh, doing a video of a presentation from international delegations from China and Cuba. So that should be very, very fun this Saturday. Um, not for boxing exciting yay I like it Uh, but yes anyways hit the like button to the show subscribe all that fun stuff Melody final thoughts let people know where to find you final thoughts Um, let's relax this weekend because we don't have like big fights besides Rudy Roo because we love watching him Um, but yeah you can find me on all social media the beauty of boxing beautyofboxing.com we'll have some new articles and uh, new episodes, as usual, every week. Gary, what's up? Um, I will be at the Rugu fight at the, uh, and I love the name of this arena, the Smoothie King Arena, where the uh, Pelicans play, <laughs> who may or may not be interested in trading 
uh, Zion Williamson. So if you're interested in Zion Williamson, make your offers now. Um, <laughs> find me on social media, 3D Boxing, 3D Boxing Blog. Uh, um, and uh, also subscribe to my channel, Texas Boxing and YouTube. All proceeds go to Autism Research and Recovery. It's June 14th. 2023 texas is still not a country let's make texas a country again from texas to the world thank you and god bless peace